Welcome to an HBO podcast from the HBO Late Night series, Real Time with Bill Maher. Good I know why you're excited. It's uh, California and you're dry. <laughs> a little too dry, you know. To our friends in Florida on the southeast coast of America, we wish you the best. Look, Looks like we dodged a bullet a little bit with that storm. However, with Donald Trump talking about women, it's, uh, <laughs> it has been upgraded to a Category 5 shitstorm. <laughs> Did you... I mean... Every week I say this. This is really happening. <laughs> it came out today. They got a tape. Did you see this? It's from 2005, I think. And it's uh, Trump talking to Billy Bush, you know, because he's such a serious guy. <laughs> Billy Bush. Uh, <laughs> of Access Holly. They don't know their mic is on. That's one indication you're a fucking idiot. <laughs> And Trump says, you know, I'm automatically attracted to beautiful. I just start kissing them. I don't even wait. <laughs> when you're a star, you can do anything. You can grab them by the pussy. <laughs> this is what he says. Grab them by the pussy? <laughs> Sounds like what Hillary did to him at the first debate. <laughs> I mean... What? What? <laughs> Is this really happening? The guy who's running for president says, grab them by the pussy? <laughs> Even Bill Cosby today was like, Jesus, at least I'm thoughtful enough to give them a drug in their drink. <laughs> I, I... <laughs> I cannot wait until the Sunday morning talk shows to see what the Trump surrogates are going to spin this into... <laughs> Uh, look, George, people are tired of Washington politicians who won't grab the voters by the pussy. Eh? <laughs> <laughs> Donald Trump and Mike Pence are making sexual assault great again. <laughs> and this is a week where only just a few days ago, Donald Trump, out on the stump, accused Hillary Clinton with no evidence of cheating on Bill. Donald Trump. The only person he's ever been able to stay loyal to is Vladimir Putin. <laughs> what? <laughs> and what... What does Mike Pence, evangelical Catholic choir boy, Boy Scout values person, a guy who said for thousands of years marriage has served as the glue that holds families and societies together... Mike, when Donald Trump hugs your wife, that's not glue. <laughs> I mean, 
no wonder at the vice presidential debate... Did you see the debate, by the way? Oh. The Republicans said it was a game-changer. Game-changer. Channel-changer. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, my... These two guys... Tim Kaine, who looks like the dad who answers the door on Halloween night, and he's wearing a costume, too. <laughs> And Mike Pence, who looked like the albino assassin in the Da Vinci Code. <laughs> anyway, Mike Pence, interesting guy. The, the, the whole debate... First of all, Mike Pence denies evolution, denies climate change, and now denies the existence of Donald Trump. <laughs> this is... <laughs> apparently... No, really. This whole strategy was to pretend we live in an age where a videotape has yet to be invented. <laughs> Tim Kaine would quote Donald Trump verbatim about Mexicans, about Muslims, about Putin, about using nukes, and Mike Pence would say, Trump, you say? <laughs> I don't, a, a Donald Trump. I, I know a Forrest Gump. I don't know a Donald... <laughs> I don't think I know a... Donald Trump. And by the way, if I did, he would never say those things you're quoting, even if he did exist, which he doesn't. <laughs> Mike Pence has a bumper sticker now. It just says, Pence plus one. <laughs> which... <laughs> and of course, right after the debate, you know what Donald Trump said? He said, Mike Pence did an incredible job and I'm getting a lot of credit. I'm getting a lot of credit. I mean, is there anything this guy will not take credit for? When the sun comes up, the sun. I always said this about the sun, because when it comes, I say the sun, unbelievable, the sun. When this sun comes up every day, and people are worried about the sun. We gotta find out what's going on with the sun. But I said it would come up, and it did. I'm taking a lot of credit for that. I mean, I... I made the sun come out. Okay, so... So, actually, you know, there is an actual scandal that happened this week. Not that there isn't every week with Donald Trump, but at the beginning of the week, we found out in 1995, Donald Trump filed a tax return, $916 million loss probably hasn't paid taxes in 18 years. And what did Donald Trump say? I used the tax laws brilliantly. <laughs> well, they found Donald Trump's accountant. He said Donald Trump didn't understand the tax code. He didn't do anything but sign his name to it. So if you're keeping score, he's a huge business failure, which he exploited by cheating, and then bragged about it with a lie. <laughs> Somewhere, somewhere in the showers at Sing Sing, Bernie Madoff is going, shit, I should have run for president. <laughs> Didn't pay taxes for 18 years? I, I've got an accounting question. How is this election close? Oh, that's right. Fucking idiots. I... I... <laughs> I try not to say that every week, and yet it seems to be so apropos. <laughs> fucking idiots vote. Um, and speaking of fucking idiots, the next debate on Sunday is a town hall format. The questions will come from undecided voters. <laughs> For fuck's sake, undecided <laughs> voters? 
They've been running for over a year. They've been famous, both of these people, for 30 years. It's like being undecided about Santa Claus and Dracula. <laughs> you know, I... <laughs> I know both of you work at night. <laughs> Which one sucks blood? I... <laughs> so you know what, people? Don't fuck around with this election. Don't fuck around. I know Hillary isn't your favorite, a lot of you. Please, don't vote for Gary Johnson or do some <laughs> stupid shit like that. Gary Johnson, who, as we know, couldn't name Aleppo, the city at the heart of the Syrian war, which was going on for five years, couldn't name any foreign leader. This week, he was asked to name the leader of North Korea, said, I I'm not gonna do it. <laughs> Gary Johnson, I think, should not be my president. He should be my weed dealer. <laughs> All right, we got a great show. James Carville, Mark Cuban, and Johan Hari are here. And a little later, we will be speaking with Mr. Worldwide himself, Pitbull. <laughs> but first up, oh, this guy, I used to laugh my ass at him on Saturday Night Live and politically incorrect when he was on, and then he went on to other things. That's right, he's a senator. Al Franken is over here. He's a senator. <laughs> and a great senator. Al Franken, how are you? I'm great. Gary Johnson. <laughs> Gar Gary Johnson did not know the name of the president of Mexico right. when he was the governor of New Mexico. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's, it's like so Jerry Brown the governor of California, not knowing the city where people go to gamble. <laughs> Las Vegas. Okay, I'm sorry. I... Anyway. Uh, Al, it is so good to see you telling jokes again. I mean, you haven't been on this show in a very long time. It's you had long to, time. for a very good reason, you had to take a humor hiatus. Uh, you were known as a... There, I don't think there's ever been a comedian, right, elected to the Senate? No. Right. You... <laughs> You were breaking I, I, new ground, and you had to prove to people yes. that you were serious before you could go back to being funny. But now you can go back to be funny, because you not being funny is like Trump not being an asshole. It's just... It's the... Thank you. It's, oh, that is so... Gosh, that's the nicest thing anyone said to me. It's, so, it's, it's your essence. Well, you know, I, I really enjoy this job, and I really enjoy making a difference. And in my 2008 election, which was very close, uh, what they used against me was stuff I had uh, said in comedy, and they put it through a machine called the dehumorizer. Uh, and so it robbed it of all its context, et cetera. The dehumorizer. And then, you know, I came uh, to the Senate, and I wanted to make sure that people in Minnesota especially, but also my colleagues sure. in the Senate, knew that I was there to be a workhorse and not a show horse. And in many ways, I used uh, Hillary as a, a model, right. not, not that she had been no, did the that same. funny. She was funny, but not that funny. But that she had come with... She had with, the same issue. She had to she prove had herself. She had some of the same issues that right. her Republican colleagues were maybe suspicious of her, that Democratic colleagues might thought that she was going to uh, take their camera time. Um, but show, she did was she was a workhorse, and I had the same thing because I had come from comedy right. about the camera time and the Republicans. I had used 
a lot of my career to heap scorn and ridicule on Republicans. Mm. So, uh, <laughs> but, <laughs> uh, well, but my Republican colleagues soon learned that I was, I was there at the hearings, I was prepared, right. I was there early, I stayed late, I knew my stuff, and, and they also got you to know me. You were the anti-Marco Rubio. <laughs> well, uh... You showed up and you knew shit. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> but they, they actually got to know me and, said, and they got to know, like, oh, I see, he was a comedian because he was funny. Right. And I laugh a lot. Right. And, okay. uh, so I, well, out of, I, I work well, across party lines when, when we can sure. find common ground and I stand my ground when I have to. Right. And you do it well. And, and uh, speaking of heaping scorn, you know, uh, 2003, you had your book out, Lying Liars and the Lies They Tell. Lies and Lying Liars Who Tell Them. Yes. And okay. Um, right. But, and, you know, it's a great book and... Uh, it put the, you know, it put the focus where it should be on the lies and the liars. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, can you imagine where we've come with lying now? I mean, someone like Donald Trump has broken ground in a way that science never thought we would. <laughs> I mean, he lies sometimes within the same sentence. He lies about lying. <laughs> he, um, it's the thing amazing. is, when, when I did that, it was, it was President Bush, uh, W, and it was kind of quaint. Uh, to point out that uh, things were lies or distortions. And it, it's just changed. We're in a post-Trump era in right. terms of lying. And, and politicians don't seem to pay a penalty for uh, insulting your intelligence with lies, uh, lying uh, uh, about lying, uh, lying for the sake of lying. You don't pay any price for that. In fact, it's just the opposite. We seem to be a very pro-lie society right now. Right. And, uh... Well, because people don't know anything. Well, many of his supporters... <laughs> See, when people don't know anything, politicians can say anything. Because I then also there's think, no checking. I think they like it because it... They... It, it, it takes the reality that they think is boring, the boring political re reality, and makes it fun. It's like taking, a, it's like <laughs> yeah. making a movie out of a, a true story, but right. loosely basing it, you know? And, <laughs> and so, uh, sure. yeah, so I think the public has become decidedly pro-lie in yeah. many ways. Yeah, I mean, it's a, it must be very hard to, you mentioned working across the aisle, it must be very hard in that atmosphere. And we have seen, I mean, just in the time you've been there, they won't vote on the Supreme Court justice? I mean, something like unprecedented, that. Unprecedented, unprecedented. Uh, well, things like Zika virus, something like that used to be very nonpartisan. There's a killer mosquito, let's do something about it. Right. Can't vote on that. Is there, is there any hope to ending this kind of stalemate? Uh, yes, I like to think there is. Um, first of all, I obviously hope that Hillary wins. Uh, <laughs> sorry. I should have put How that... How brave of you, Al! Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry to, that we killed time with the applause. I'm sorry. Uh, but, and, and then I hope we take, have a Democratic Senate. Don't, you know, I know you like that, but... Um, but here's the thing, and, and, and then I think we get a new Supreme Court justice, and Citizens United was decided 5-4. And I would like to think that we can reverse that. 
And, and this is what's been so pernicious about Citizens United is that I see a lot of my Republican colleagues who fear getting primaried on the right. And, for example, on, on climate change, which you care a tremendous about, and I do, uh, they will not acknowledge the existence of climate change and it's man-made because they're afraid that in their state they can only lose on the right and that the, the Koch brothers can dump immediately $10 million on them to be primaried by someone who's pro-fossil fuels. So if Citizens United goes away, a, little, a lot of that fear goes away, I think, from my Republican okay. colleagues. Now, last time I saw you, I mentioned this in private. I'm going to ask you again. I said, I have an idea about Citizens United because Congress people spend an inordinate amount of time begging for money. What if they made a law that said, okay, we can't overturn that. You can get money. But the politician themselves can't do it. You have somebody in your office has to do it. You can never legally get on the phone with someone. Wouldn't that be a good law? Wouldn't they all vote for it because they don't really want to do it? Well, actually, we can't literally ask for the Citizen United money. That's not the money we ask for. But you've been hours and hours asking for money. You've done it with me. What if it was yeah, but illegal? You weren't, you weren't giving Citizens United money, but the, okay. The, okay, but the distinction is any campaign fine. Right. I would like to see public financing of campaigns. Yeah. Me too. But short of that, uh, that I would like to see. All right. And I do. You're right. I spend uh, an awful lot of time. It, what happens is when I call you for money, <laughs> it, we just end up talking, <laughs> and it's here just just a big waste of. Well, you're not All a waste right. of time. You give me money, but. <laughs> Great to see you, Al. <laughs> <laughs> Senator Al Franken, one of the good ones, everyone. Send him back. All right, let's meet our panel. Thanks, Al. Hey. All right. Here they are. He is a journalist and author of Chasing the Scream. Now in paperback, Johan Hari back with us. Hey, Al. How are you doing? He is an entrepreneur and an actual billionaire. <laughs> He's supporting Hillary Clinton for president. Good move. Mark Cuban. And he's a Democratic strategist and author of We're Still Right, They're Still Wrong, The Democrats' Case for 2016. From the War Room, James Carville. Is over here. All right. So don't forget us to send us your questions for tonight's overtime so you can answer them after the show on YouTube. All right, every week I say, when are we going to reach the bottom with Donald Trump? Obviously, this was not the week. Uh, you were around when the Republicans were saying, right. what do we tell the children? Yeah, I, I, I remember you, that well. What All do right. we tell the children about, I grab pussy without permission? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, what was interesting is that you watch Mike Pence in the debate, and I, I, he was so religious, I thought he was going to start speaking in tongues. <laughs> <laughs> what does he say about this? Uh, uh, yeah. he, he kicked the reporters out. He, he said nothing, but we're going to stop gays from getting married. But, uh, but, you know, maybe the good thing is they won't be grabbing people there, you know? <laughs> he said if gay people applied for a marriage license, they should be arrested. Right. He's right. a nut. He says that uh, people who get abortions should have to have a funeral 
for the fetus. Right, no, the lollipop. Yeah, a lollipop. A funeral. Yeah. He said that gay people who what want treatment. What do you treatment... say at the eulogy? <laughs> he said that gay people who want treatment for HIV should have to be required to go to courses that would cure them of their homosexuality. He's a seriously extreme person, and now he's defending the guy who says you can grab any woman's pussy you want. And, and he's the one on the ticket who is sane. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's that people want to put at the top of the ticket. Right. It's crazy. He, he, yeah. Well, I understand now. Now, Donald Trump was supposed to have a rally tomorrow with Paul Ryan. Right. And now he has been disinvited. Right. And it's... No, this just happened before we went on. Yeah. True. And it's going to be Mike Pence and Paul Ryan. Right. Wow. When the top of the ticket is disinvited to his own rally? He's finally toxic. Okay. Donald Trump is finally toxic. You, oh, and I... Yeah. Yeah. Mark and I got into a discussion before this. I think he's going to quit. I don't. I, no. I re really. I right now. I'm saying right here. Yeah. I, think, I think the guy is going to suffer. Yes. There's just no way. I he's, think he you will. know why he's not going to quit? Right. Because his basket of deplorables. Right. And if the basket fits. <laughs> Uh, they'll stick That's with him. That's 37 He's not smart enough. No, he has a problem, though. Yeah. He is completely unaware. I, right. I and we've had so many moments when it looked like he was okay, taking exactly. the attack on the Khan right. family. And particularly as a British person, I feel very self-conscious about this here, you know, because of the Brexit debate. You look at two things are happening all over the world right now. Countries are acting to self-harm in insane ways. Britain will be permanently poorer, weaker and shittier because of Brexit. This week in Colombia, they voted to reject a peace deal that would have ended a 50-year war. And the second thing that's happening is people are lying to opinion pollsters about it. They're saying they won't vote for it, then they're going into the polling station and they're voting for it. I think we should be working on the assumption that Trump will bounce back from this and that he will win. And There's, anyone watching oh, this who wants we'll to stop that happening, I think it's the most likely scenario. And anyone who wants to stop that happening, I know well, I will never forgive myself for not maybe, having done more. People maybe. should be signing up now to volunteer. Well, maybe election. this will help people not... Um, again, this is, this is the guy, let's remember, he has said both, uh, nobody knows the Bible better than me. <laughs> and this week he said, nobody respects women more than me. Right. Okay. Yeah. He knows more than generals. Right, he knows what... <laughs> I don't know what that's to do with this. <laughs> He's, here's what he said we found out today. He was talking to Billy Bush. I moved on her and I failed. He's talking about a married woman. I'll admit it, I did try and fuck her. She was married. Mike Pence, your move. <laughs> and I moved on her very heavily. In fact, I took her out furniture shopping. Who takes somebody furniture shopping? I know. <laughs> I've heard him buying dinner to get into a woman's pants. <laughs> but you have to buy the whole dining set. Something, right? <laughs> He's never That's heard of jewelry. <laughs> Furniture to buy a... Oh, That's crazy. That's crazy. All right, this is, so... This is a, don't you think this is a kind of good opportunity to reassess some of the things we already knew about Donald Trump? For example, when he got divorced in 1989, his wife Ivana said that he raped her. Right? This is just a fact that she gave a sworn deposition. We should be looking at a lot of the evidence. Eve Ensler wrote a very good piece this week in the Huffington Post just well, going through the evidence about him. Well, if you will grab a woman's vagina without being invited... I, 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 what do you have? Tic Tacs. <laughs> you did have Tic Tacs. Tic Tacs. That was... <laughs> I see that he didn't need Confederate. Let me just say, for people who may be watching and thinking all celebrities act this way, we don't. We don't. I've been single my whole life. I've right. never treated a woman anywhere near no. like this, always with the utmost of respect. I'm sure you have, too. Without question. The, okay. So, and I'm going to ask Mr. Pitbull the same question. <laughs> and even though he's a Pitbull, I'm sure he was always a total gentleman. Okay. Let me... Let me <laughs> let's go to the... 
the thing that was going to be a giant scandal before this, which is the fact that at the beginning of the week we found out that in 1995, he $916 million loss. You're a billionaire, right. an actual billionaire. For real. Um, did they teach you? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm happy to say that. <laughs> um, Good job. Did they teach losing a billion dollars a year in business school? Uh, no, is that, is that... That's crazy. So first of all, when you look at that tax return, it shows he didn't have a billion dollars in cash, right? You can work backwards from the amount right. of tax and interest that he earned and all that. So first, that means if he didn't have it, he didn't have it to lose, so he had to borrow it. So not only did he lose it, but he lost somebody else's money. I mean, well, that's his, how the, how that, the fuck yeah. do you do that? <laughs> yeah, he's been doing that his whole you life. You got to remember how he lost it. He lost it bankrupt in three casinos. I mean, that's a rigged deal. You're not okay. supposed no, to. No, 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 no. That's not how he did it, right? No, he no, actually, I... no, he actually took the loans that he got from somebody else for we don't know what, sold those loans because he had personal guarantees, sold them to the to the um, shareholders of those casinos. So not only did he fuck the people he borrowed the 915 or billion dollars from, he then fucked the casino shareholders who are little guys who are just trying to own a stock and make some money. So he got Look. double the fun. And I don't mean, you think? Okay. Do you think this reveals a kind of wow. deeper systemic problem as well, right? The reason he's Idiot. That's definitely the case, but <clears throat> the reason he can do this is because we have a tax code that was written by lobbyists for rich. No, people, no, right? no, 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 no. That is a no, 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 no. Let me get that out. No, 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 no. <laughs> you know, John. Not Fay, wait, that's not that's true. Definitely true. No, you don't no, have no, a I'll tax code that no. was written for rich people. I know you're a I'm rare non-evil billionaire, but let's just I'm admit not, the truth. I'm not, I'm not defending him at all. But let me just say, I've taken um, net operating losses forward, right? I've used that opportunity. But let me tell you where I did it. I made an investment in companies that just didn't work out. And if you get rid of being able to carry forward a net operating loss, you're going to have people who would have taken chances that might not take those risks. And so while some of my companies didn't work, unlike Donald Trump, I have had more than 100 that have created more than 300 millionaires that have created a ton of jobs. So there is a value to it, but the way they did it for the, tax, for the real estate, but that part was how wrong. How about the fact that his uh, Giuliani and Chris Christie... <laughs> His Goebbels and Gore. <laughs> Are you seeing Giuliani's daughters? <laughs> yeah, she's for Hillary. We're all over TV saying he's a genius. I find that so interesting because in 2012, when Mitt Romney was running, and it was all about the takers, the people who don't pay any income tax, evil takers. Now, when you don't pay any income tax, you're a genius. How they switched that around in four years is pretty amazing. And if you want to know that, do an experiment with that. Take any one of Donald Trump's businesses and take away all the things that everyone in this audience paid for with tax. So he can't have the garbage collected. He can't have... Nothing can be well, delivered course, on roads. Yeah. No one who works for a public school can all go... All the military he wants, exactly. all the new programs, the whole all thing the thing infrastructure in a second. You can't do it without a tax base, and he hasn't contributed a damn penny to it. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> no, I, no, I mean, I, I, I couldn't agree more. And here you got Rudy Giuliani, if we were saying his daughter wasn't for him, his son refused to endorse me, run. You got Chris Christie, who's a, some kind of a robot for Trump. <laughs> and, it, it, and this is he's all gone. A, they, it's all collapsing around him. He's the not, guy, a, not a robot. They he's don't a make companion animal. Especially. But here's. Here's what they said. Here's what the, the Trump campaign said on the tax issue. Mr. Trump is a highly skilled businessman. 
doubtful. No. Who has a fiduciary <laughs> responsibility to his family, his business, and his employees. This is the same oh, argument. Shit. Every, every corporation, <laughs> same argument they use when they poison a river or move a factory overseas. Hey, please, mic drop. We did it for our family. We did no. it for our stockholders. We have to act like a sociopath because we have stockholders. <laughs> I, I, and Donald Trump has been going around the country for a year talking about how Ford, you assholes, you move jobs overseas. What Can't Ford make the same argument? What about them? Yeah. We got to feed our families. We got to do our stockholders, right? Well, Ford's actually running a company, trying to make money, adding jobs, you know, creating know, a product. Actually, but Trump has done nothing. Trump is in their face Ford. when they do things for no, theirs. But, but Ford, uh, just to be fair to Ford, because I drive a Ford F-150, the, the <laughs> CEO said they were actually adding, adding jobs, jobs in America. Yeah. And, but yeah, but no, he did. Trump and Trump is just a good company. He's a real good he company. He's just clueless. Huh? Look, don't you especially love the argument when he says, well, I'm the guy to fix this because I'm the one who worked the system. It's like, where else do we apply the logic? Do we say, I don't know, that I'm Bill idiot, Cosby yeah. should be put in charge of the rape squad? Because, well, he knows how to do it. <laughs> you know? It's absurd. Um, there is never... I, I do use Charles Manson home security. <laughs> <laughs> it is very, very good. <laughs> Um, but, you know, usually people who are good at business, like Warren Buffett, I've never heard him lose money. No, you know, look, when he invests in something, you're like, wow, he's investing in railroads, and then you read a week later, oh, the railroads are doing well. Here's all you need to know about Donald He's not Trump. a good businessman. He's horrible. Here's, right, okay. here's how you know, right? Has there been anybody who's come forth and said, Donald Trump was a great mentor to me. I learned so much, it helped me build my business. Has there been anybody who's come forth... Well, well, has there been anybody Trump who's come University. forward and said, you know what? Yeah. I invested in Donald's business and I made so much money. Has there been anybody who came forward and said, Donald Trump invested in my business and he helped me make... No! Right? All you see is, he took this, he stiffed me, he sucked. Right. I mean, exactly. he's horrible at everything. Right. Right. He, he hasn't been successful at anything. <laughs> okay, so... Um... Speaking of Donald Trump, and hopefully next year we won't anymore. Thank God. Uh, you know, we started a segment on this show a couple of years ago called I Don't Know It For A Fact. <laughs> I just know it's true. You know, it was those things where, like, I can't really prove it, I just know it's true. And I realized this is, whole, this is Donald Trump's whole campaign. <laughs> but we claim this first. So we're going to do it one more time this year. Would you like to hear it? It's I Don't Know It For A Fact. <laughs> For example, I don't know for a fact that jack-o'-lanterns always have better teeth than Rudy Giuliani. <laughs> I just know it's true. <laughs> I don't know for a fact that when these pastors laid their hands on Trump, they were thinking, can you catch herpes through a suit? <laughs> I just know it's true. I don't know for a fact that the guys who tied up, gagged, and robbed Kim Kardashian actually brought the gag for Kanye? <laughs> I just know it's true. I don't know for a fact that after an orgasm, Tim Kaine says, okie dokie. <laughs> I just know it's true. I don't know for a fact that after an orgasm, Mike Pence says, whore. <laughs> I just know it's true. I don't know for a fact that doctor's offices pick the employee with the thickest accent to come out into the waiting room and announce the next patient. <laughs> he doesn't look like she has an accent. I don't know for a fact that Gary Johnson has Gary Johnson tattooed on his arm. 
in case he can't name himself. Uh, I just know it's true. <laughs> I don't know for a fact that my Uber driver's name isn't really Kevin. <laughs> I just know it's true. I don't know for a fact that Trump's taco bowl is 38% spit. I just know it's true. All right, he is a Grammy Award-winning musician who's founded charter schools in his native Miami. His name is Armando Christian Perez, but you know him as Pitbull. Pitbull. Hey, sir. What a great pleasure, yes. Thank you. Hello, folks. How you doing? Come on, good to see you, boss. Good to see you, boss. That's, a, that's very polite. Look at that. That's a, no one ever did that on our show, and everyone probably should. You were very polite. Right. It's, it's, right, exactly. There are people sitting there. It's called GP, General Principles. General Principles. That's and, right. And, and I'm going to call you Armando, right? Are you switching to that name now? Uh, 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 like The Rock gave up that, now he's Dwayne? No, not at all, but you can call me Armando. <laughs> I don't know if this is your cup of mine, but I yeah. appreciate it. No, that's yours. All right, cool. Unless it tastes like gin, and then it's mine. <laughs> hold on, hold on. No. <laughs> but, Definitely uh, yours. <laughs> but uh, listen, I'm a fan of yours. I think we have a lot in common. I, I hope appreciate you're a it. fan of mine. Well, let me tell you, it's you definitely an be... honor to be here. Well, I appreciate thanks. it. I'm a big fan, not there only of real time, I'm also a big fan of Vice and everything that you guys oh, got going on. Very I'm always much. trying to. Uh -huh. Well, keep myself informed of what's going on. Absolutely, and you do. And I think we. What else we have in common? I used to be a drug dealer. You used to be a drug dealer. <laughs> what? It's a kind of a gateway to show business. Well, let me tell you. Jay Z was a drug. A lot of great people were drug dealers. Yeah, I think it's it's called uh, you know especially with Mark Cuban here it's called entrepreneurship. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, right? and, uh, <laughs> yeah, we have two Cubans here today. Yeah, now right? we have two Cubans, yeah. And, and the thing is, it's funny because now they deal all the drugs except the commercial tells you what it can do to you and then everything is going to do bad to you, which is about a minute and a half of the commercial. And I'm going, wow, imagine that in the street. It's like, hey, uh, here's this Coke, here's this crack. Uh, it's going to get you high for five minutes, but it's going to fuck up your whole family. You're going to rob from everybody. It's going to fuck up your, your community, and they're still going to do it. It's amazing. Right. Wow. I mean, it and now they just do it, and it's approved. God bless them. excellent anti-drug yeah. yeah, You are truly... This is your brain, and this is your brain on drugs. Right. And, and thank you to Nancy Reagan. What did she say? Or just say just no. Just say no. <laughs> yeah. That's... And Wait. we all know she said yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what that means, but your laughter... <laughs> your laughter is infectious, uh, Mr. Pitbull. Um, so, listen, you are Mr. Worldwide. Yes, sir. That is true. And I, you know, you say that okay. uh, in your record, International Love, which I love. You have some great records. I appreciate right? it. Thank you. Give Me Everything, great record. You want me to give so, you everything right now? No, no, the song. <laughs> I mean, you're already no, giving me the saying, gin. I, I don't know what yeah, no, no. I'm not too good um, on gin. I'm just letting you know I might okay. get a little loose. But, <laughs> but, <laughs> but you say, you know, you've been all over the world, and you say, yes, you sir. know, like, I, I go to these places. I can't pronounce the name. I don't, it's the uh, truth. I could do that for you. Okay. See, that's what, I know these places. Name any place in the world. I can tell you about it. Uh, uh, Where have you been that was confusing to you? Oh, man, a lot of places, to be honest with you. <laughs> a lot of places. I can't I even remember them. You're like Gary Johnson. <laughs> of <laughs> <laughs> 
No, I'm almost like a, you, I'm almost like Pence trying to figure out if he really wants to be with Trump. Me, he's trying to figure it out. You know what I mean? All right, we'll move on from that. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> let's talk about something closer to home because you, your your heart must be with Florida right now, your home state. They're, yes, sir. Uh, luckily, they seem to have not been uh, getting the brunt of the flood as the poor people in Haiti did. That was Oof. awful. What happened? Yeah. There. But uh, Florida. Uh, Kind of an interesting place for Cubans these mm -hmm. days, because for years, <laughs> what? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, because for years, I mean, they were pretty solidly in the Republican column because of mm -hmm. Castro and all that, and mm -hmm. now things are changing. Your generation, I think, is moving away from that. Is that true? Absolutely the truth. Uh, the way that I look at it also is that I think that when you look at what happened with Elian Gonzalez, Oh. In the late 90s, and Janet Reno came through, she snatched it up, and or snatched up Elian Gonzalez. During uh, the Clinton administration, Al Gore running against Bush, and you see that, guys, if you ever seen the best robbery in, in, uh, in the history of the United States of America, <laughs> look at the 2000 presidential election. Yes. It was very interesting. Oh, yes. Okay. Absolutely. So, when you look at, at networks that were running off, they would say, oh, well, Al Gore is. Uh, the president of the United States. And they were right. running and they were running and they were running and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, I think we need to recount these ballots. And it's like, wow. Right. And then it ended up in Dade County. Dade County mean, being in my, you know, mean in Miami. That's right. You know, 305, that's me. Sure. And, uh, <laughs> Mr. 305. To that, that, baby, right. you already know what it is. No, I'm just messing <laughs> <laughs> But I think I had a lot. my pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Uh, I hate that worldwide. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. If you only wish, you could grab pussy and get it, but I don't want okay. no, no, and I was going to say, like I was saying before in the panel, you may have missed it, you were probably backstage, but I was watching celebrities everything. don't act that way. That's in no way, shape, or form. Right. I bet you were always a gentleman. And, yep. you, and I know you say you're single, bilingual. And, and ready, ready to mingle. Re always. <laughs> always. Right. And you have children? You have many I have, children? I have, I have, Children and, and not only that, you know, to me, I'm, I'm always far from a celebrity. I think that anybody here, yes, we're, we're in the public eye, but I'm, I feel like I'm more of a hard worker. I'm someone that... that You're a hard-working celebrity. <laughs> You're a total celebrity. You're Pitbull. You know, but the thing is, the thing is, yeah, the thing is with celebrity th this day and age, it, it's, they, they live through different means. Me, personally, I don't live through the social media. I don't, I don't live to sell my soul. I would say I live more to send off a message. Guys... I'm a prime example of what it is to focus, to work hard, to, to I'm here to motivate, inspire, and show you guys that there's no, uh, thank you. By the way, now please say that, Mark, is, I know, I, I really look at it like everybody's looking for instant gratification, they're looking for shortcuts, they're looking for like this magic bullet, and it just, it just doesn't exist. Right. And that's what these celebrities try to do, and that's where Trump talk about, oh, okay, all I do is grab a pussy because I'm a celebrity, I'm gonna get some pussy. Bullshit. <laughs> and even if you got some pussy, you probably came quick. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. I, sir, I, uh, you know, I, I had a bad image of put pills before tonight, but I may get a put pill myself. I, uh, they're a very misunderstood animal, right? Isn't that why you took that name, pit oh, bull? Man, because that, they're misunderstood. They're, they're misunderstood. Right. They're, 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 you have, they're very you know, nice like you. You just don't want to upset them. You don't want to switch. You don't yeah, want that switch don't. now. You know, you we bite, we lock, we don't understand what lose is. And, and we, when and that happened to you, we you're, fight the, to the you're death. such a nice guy, but if I turn the switch, you'd fight me to the death? Let me give him some more of this gin in me, Bill, and I'll tell you right now, <laughs> All right. you don't want to see it. All right, one thing I love about you, and I'm going to turn this back to the panel mm -hmm. about this, you have your new album, 
going to be called global warming, right? Well, no, the new album is called change. climate change. And the old one was called global, global warming okay, and that's, globalization. That's yes. awesome that somebody in your position is, is bringing light to that. I remember way back, you may not remember this, Marvin Gaye, remember him? Mm -hmm. Remember the song Mercy, Mercy, Me, Mercy, The mm -hmm. Ecology? 1970, this guy was on that shit. Mm -hmm. Brilliant stuff. I commend you for doing that. Thank you. Now, what's going on in Florida? Okay, listen to this. The uh, people who run Florida, the Department of Environmental Protection, who run that part of the state, are not allowed to mention global warming, hmm. right. not allowed to mention climate change. This came down. Governor Rick Scott denies it's coming from him, but who else could it come from? This is the state probably most in the path of global warming, as we see today. The storm is bad because the ocean is warmer. This is obviously tied to climate change. There's no doubt about it mm -hmm. anymore. And these people in this state, the state most in, in, w should be worried about this, are denying it. It's, it's just... Well, it, it's funny you say it because I was Back watching. You, I was watching. The <laughs> um, <laughs> if we're gonna call it real time now, it's the, the Pitbull show. But now I'm gonna yeah. with y'all. But look, no, real talk is this: I was watching him uh, having the conversation, and it's funny how they would uh, it, not. I wouldn't say exaggerate about things. Exaggerate about things that were going on, but he would say it's a catastrophic category four. Mind you, 1992, Andrew hit uh, in yes, Florida. This, yeah, but this old, is the hottest okay. year. Ever recorded since human beings. And they expect next year. No, and it's only going to get hotter. And it's only going to get hotter. And, and, and it's the 15th month in a row. Well, yeah, that's yes. warmer. It's been the hottest yeah. month yeah. ever. I think it's but so it, important it, it, that what, what you're doing, you know, I've been to so many places in the world that already. One thing we keep doing is we keep saying, oh, when we worry about global warming, you say, think about your children and grandchildren. I we start saying, fuck that, worry about yourself, right? I've been to so many parts of the world. Bangladesh, for example, lowest lying country in the world. They are moving people yes, to live. And they're migrating over to India, which I've seen also. And actually, Judge in Rush Limbaugh yes. and Alex Jones said the government is making the hurricane up. The government controls the thermometers. Don't you know that <laughs> wow. Trump said it was a hoax? Yeah, and, and Mike they're exaggerating said it was everything. everything. It's not right. real. Right. I want to read they that. The palm trees falling over were not real. Right. Because, yeah. <laughs> I, I have just with a month, palm tree with a month to go before the election, I have had it just about up to here. I have zero tolerance for false equivalency anymore and people who are, don't know about Hillary because her emails might kill us. Ridiculous. Yeah. Ridiculous. Here's what... Here's what Hillary said about climate change. Climate change is the most consequential, urgent, sweeping collection of challenges we face as a nation and a world. I agree 150,000%. Thank you. Percent. Here's what Donald Trump said. <laughs> it's a hoax by the Chinese. Right. <laughs> Which is the same people he but buys the steel from, you don't need to right? know anything more yeah. about this Just got to walk outside. I mean, you don't have to be a genius just to open the door. Oh, it's hot as fuck. Let's go back in. Yeah. <laughs> Correct. But, it, 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 but they can measure this shit. You know, they, they, throw, uh, they, they, they throw a snowball. A snowball, I put him up yes. a guy, guy burking 1.6 billion data points and they got a right. snowball to say, well, we, we have right. snow. Yeah. You, but, but again, they're telling you, now, it's, not, it's not just Trump that says it's a hoax. There's a whole... Of course. Infrastructure. Yeah, there's out a big there. worry, I think, as well. You know, so there's going to be a lot of people who I think I, I have a bit more sympathy than you have legitimate criticisms of Hillary Clinton and are thinking about voting green because they live in safe states. And I think it's really worth warning them mm. that there's a real risk in this election that Donald Trump could win the popular vote but lose the electoral college, mm -hmm. just like Al Gore did, right? Yeah. If he does that, he won't do what Al Which Gore did. He won't, you know, he spoke about. Well, exactly. We'll, we'll he won't grow a beard and make a documentary yeah. about global warming. Most of right? his supporters, 65%, say the election will be rigged yeah. if he loses. By the way, you know what a rigged election is? 
Uh, the governor of Florida, Rick Scott, said today, a lot of people don't have power in this state. The deadline for registering to vote is a couple right. of days hence. Right. Yeah, He's right. not going to it's advance it because, crazy. of course, Republicans only cheat to win elections. Right. You should be able to register right up to the day of the election. It's what Naomi but, Klein said about the shock doctrine. They always rigging. use disasters to advance their agenda. Right. But, but, but wait a minute. The Gary, whole Gary Johnson thing. You know, this guy, he's, I'm just telling y'all, <laughs> no, I'm saying know. dope he's... doesn't hurt anybody. He smoked a lot of dope, and he doesn't know a lot. You saw that heavy <laughs> dope use don't have some downside to it? Now, uh, James. Well, I'm just saying. Don't, I'm, I'm not saying. You're going to get the pit bull in me. I'm, <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying causation, okay. correlation, but it is a fact that okay. he smokes a lot of dope, and it is a fact he don't know jack shit. Well, <laughs> you know what? <laughs> if I may, uh, you would have to go to the first day of any logic course to know that's some fucking bullshit that you said right there. You know that's not... I, okay. I, I think it is, You're but being I, facetious. Just, I just wanted, wanted to get you... To, I just wanted yes. to say to... There well, is a... It, there, it, I'm not saying the two are connected. I'm just they're saying... They're not. Yeah, I'm, I'm James, just saying. James, well, it's super say dangerous to say that in California at the moment when they're about to have a historic <laughs> vote on whether to legalise cannabis, right. which will really resonate across the world if they do that. And it's really important... You know, I'm going to say, say to what you say all the time. Get a life, take a joke. Yeah. <laughs> Gary well, Johnson I'm, is a joke. Exactly. He's a big, huge joke. OK, I want... <laughs> a real joke. <laughs> let's, let's say one more thing about this hurricane there. FEMA. Right? Mm -hmm. You don't hear about FEMA anymore. Back in 2005, it was a big deal because they fucked it up. Yeah. Because George Bush appointed his college roommate or something. Right. Yeah. The reason you don't hear about it anymore is because Democrats appoint people right. who do the job. By, by the way, yeah, now, the, I have, the guy that does it is a guy named Craig Fugate who was Bush's FEMA guy when they had five hurricanes in Florida in, in 2004. He was put in there because, just like James Lee Witt, who plays there, is a professional disaster guy. Right. And that's like a good idea. He doesn't run the Arabian horse show. And in the debate, that's why right. you don't. <laughs> right. You don't. When, it, when they had the floods in Baton Rouge, he, they were totally competent, uh, unbelievably competent, and that's, that's what you want. You want the FEMA director to be like the umpire. Is Mary Matlin an independent now? I let Mary Madeline speak for Mary Madeline. I read that, that she's an independent. I think what is a fact that she changed her registration to libertarian. I th That's James, I it's been 25 years, but you're slowly winning the battle. Uh, <laughs> All right. It's time for new rules, everybody. New rules. New rule, conservatives who wear T-shirts that say things like, bend over, here comes your stimulus package. <laughs> bend over, America, this is going to hurt, and bend over, here comes Uncle Obama. <laughs> Have to see a professional about their desire to be anally penetrated by a powerful black man. <laughs> <laughs> As for the guys who wear the bend over, here comes Hillary shirt, whatever. <laughs> New Rule, now that Playboy has eliminated pictures of naked women and this month features a fully clothed Muslim woman wearing a hijab, they must be congratulated for finally giving readers what they want. <laughs> I can't tell you how many times as an adolescent, leafing through Playboy, I'd say to myself, this is good. <laughs> this is very good, but you know what would make it even better? More clothing and religious overtones. <laughs>
New rule, Jane Allen, the Georgia grade school teacher who was fired after posting on Facebook that Michelle Obama is a, quote, gorilla who needs a makeover, <laughs> needs to buy a mirror. <laughs> wow. I'm, I'm sure they sell them at the 99 cent store where she bought that dress. And the hacksaw she used to cut her hair. Uh, I know it's not nice to make fun of someone's looks. I'm just trying to teach Jane Allen a lesson. Besides, she's really ugly. <laughs> New rule, if you're in the market for a motorcycle with saddlebags, a windscreen, a sidecar, a trunk, and a trailer, buy a car. <laughs> This doesn't say easy rider, it says homeless hoarder. Neural Taco Bell doesn't need a makeover to honor its Mexican heritage. I don't go to Taco Bell for ambiance. I go because it's the only place I can get a colonic for a dollar. <laughs> oh my goodness. <laughs> And finally, new rule in the next debate, when Donald Trump starts going on about how everything in this country is a total disaster, Hillary must lean into the mic and say, wrong. Yeah. Now, Donald, I think that's, that's a Donald Trump's Hillary. campaign... Okay, quiet, quiet now. No, no. We're into the end now. <laughs> <laughs> Donald Trump's campaign is built, of course, on many fallacies, but the one we really need to debunk is that America is in such a desperate place that a wild card like Trump is worth the risk. Trump fans talk like they live in a western town where the banditos are so out of control only a maverick gunslinger can save them. <laughs> a man with no tax code. The fastest tweet in the west covered in man tan. Not really worth that, was it? So, a place. I don't need your pity. Wait, wait, I may need your pity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I give Donald Trump supporters a little credit. They know he's an asshole. It is hard to hide. They just don't care. They'll admit, yes, he's dangerous and thin-skinned and unhinged and clinically insane. And an egomaniac, a compulsive liar, a, a charlatan with the impulse control of a grease fire. But we have to take the risk because America is hanging by a thread. How do we know it is? Donald Trump told me. The situation is worse than it has ever been before. The generals have been reduced to rubble. Our country is going to hell. Our infrastructure is going to hell. African-Americans, Hispanics are living in hell. You walk down the street, you get shot. The American dream is dead. <laughs> 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 it's insane. I mean, one of the popular memes on the right these days, I'm not kidding, is that this election is, they're calling it the Flight 93 election. Oh. As in the plane on 9-11 that crashed in Pennsylvania after the passengers rushed the cockpit. In other words, things have gotten so bad, it's time to rush America's cockpit. As the creator of the metaphor put it, you may not make it into the cockpit, but if you don't try, death is certain. 
Really? President Hillary equals certain death? What do they think she's going to do? Pour lead in the water supply? <laughs> oh, wait, that was the Republicans in Michigan. <laughs> so... So there's that view. And then there's the facts. Remember them? <laughs> facts. So old school, aren't they? But they tell us the country is actually in pretty good shape. Violent crime at its lowest since 1970. The military, better funded than ever. Mm. Trump says our health care is a horror show. But more Americans have insurance than ever. Fewer are smoking. Cancer is down. Teen pregnancy is down. Alcohol abuse is down. Somehow Dick Cheney is still alive. <laughs> 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 Eight years ago, we were losing 800,000 jobs a month. Now we've added 14 million. The stock market went from under 7,000 to over 18. Consumer sentiment is as high as it was in the 80s under St. Reagan. The economy today is actually better than the one Mitt Romney promised in 2012 when he said he would get unemployment under six. Trump says, you have great economists that will tell you the unemployment rate is 30, 32. No, every economist knows it's five because they get their numbers from the Bureau of Labor Statistics, not from the Department of I'm Hearing. <laughs> If Mitt Romney were running on this economy, the people with the Make America Great hats would have re-elect Romney stickers on their rascal scooters. <laughs> but the president isn't a white man with an R next to his name, so it's Flight 93. You know, I've read so much crap about how Trump voters are hurting and we should respect their anger and their pain. It's a myth that the media swallowed whole. The average Trump primary voter makes 72000 a year. No more likely to be hurt by immigration or trade or to be out of work. Donald Trump doesn't really have solutions, and his supporters don't really have problems. The only thing poor about them is their judgment. Mm. Their... They're hysterics, and they think President Tupac spent eight years... <laughs> spent eight years turning the American dream into nightmare on Black Street, and Hillary's... <laughs> and Hillary's gonna finish the job. The reason why Trump is so popular with a certain type of voter is because they're kindred spirits. These white men sitting at the end of the bar, nursing a gin and tonic because their dick doesn't work anymore. <laughs> and life didn't pan out the way they wanted, so they sit there crabbing about how the system's rigged against them and America's not winning anymore and we're getting pushed around by everybody. China and Mexico and women and blacks who have so many advantages over white people. <laughs> <laughs> At the convention, Trump said, I am your voice. For once, he wasn't lying. He is your voice because you're a whiny little <laughs> bitch. <laughs>
That's our show. I'll be at the Blaisdell in Honolulu, New Year's Eve, and at the Marriott Center, New Year's Day. I want to thank Johan Hari, Mark Cuban, James Carville, Pitbull, and Al Franken. Thank you so much. I love your records. I wasn't kidding. All those tunes I was trying to drill off. Catch all new episodes of Real Time with Bill Maher every Friday night at 10. Or watch him anytime on HBO On Demand. For more information, log on to HBO.com.